Welcome back in. Brady Farkas show right here on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Continuing our countdown towards Bengals and Rams in the Super Bowl, and it is our Radio Row at Home Week as we continue on. And now I want to welcome in our next guest, a guy I'm very excited to talk to again. It's Ryan Leaf. He's an NFL and college football analyst at the Believe Podcast Network. He's the host of the Bust Podcast. He's a motivational speaker and, oh yeah, the former number two overall pick in the NFL draft. Ryan, how are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Happy Super Bowl week. Happy Super Bowl week to you as well. You know, we've spoken multiple times before, so I wanted to attack this interview maybe in a different way than I have before with you. And your story and your overcoming of obstacles is really well told. And I purposely put your NFL career at the end of that introduction. And the reason why I did that is because you've done so much in the last several years that to me, you're way beyond having just been a former NFL quarterback. At what point were you able to see yourself as more than an NFL quarterback? Was it quick or was it a long process? No, oh, it was a terribly long process. You know, enough that it it took me down such a, a rabbit hole that it almost ended my life, right? Just uh, the resentment around the failure feeling of it all, all of every, all of that enca- encapsulated in, in what I thought was the end-all, be-all of my identity. And so it, it, it took a long time. Um, very, very okay with who I see in the mirror now, and that's that's what's made the real difference in my life. How does the NFL help young players transition into the league now, and how maybe has that changed in the 25 years since you came into the league? Well, I, I think there's some better there's some better uh, you know training around the finance aspect of things, but I don't really think the NFL does too much. It's, hmm. it's our responsibility as peers and teammates and and in the NFL Brotherhood to, to be there for one another, ultimately. Because the NFL is not going to do anything. You are a commodity to them, and and if they can you know recycle you every three years with the new and updated version, that they're more than happy to do that. You know, up here we cover the Patriots, and so we just went through a whole season with a young quarterback in Mac Jones. How much pressure is on these young quarterbacks, and then how quickly can it all become overwhelming? Well, I mean, I, I don't know if there was more pressure – uh, than New England ever to follow in the footsteps of the greatest of all time, right? How right. do you come in and do that? So uh, that had to have been incredibly uh, difficult for Mac Jones, but I thought he he weathered the storm better than most, right? I thought he ultimately had the best rookie season of anybody at the quarterback position. I think it was fundamentally um, positive that he ended up in New England rather than somewhere else because of the stability there with Bill Belichick and his staff. It'll be really interesting next year without Josh McDaniels at the helm, what that offense is going to look like, and how Mac Jones adjusts in his second year after a Pro Bowl season in his first. Yeah, you know, we've talked a lot about Josh McDaniels leaving, and obviously you went through some instability in your career of a different variety, but how, how important is that loss for Mac Jones to have a different voice and someone you had gotten comfortable with that's no longer there? Oh, it's got to be incredibly difficult, right? You know, I had, I had three head coaches in my first two years. How is that possible? Yeah. Well, my head coach got fired midway through the first season, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's something about consistency in that league, right? Continuity, the constant of knowing what's going on, because the less you have to think out on the football field, the better. Allow your talent, your muscle memory to take over. That's what makes the difference. Ryan Leaf with us here on the Brady Farkas Show on WDEV, AM and FM, and WDEVradio.com. Former number two pick in the NFL draft, and now does some NFL and college football 
analyst work for the Believe Podcast Network. You know, we talk about the all the pressures on a young quarterback. What was the thing you were most not ready for when it came to entering the league? Was it the money aspect, as you referenced? Was it understanding the playbook? Was it relating to older teammates? What was the thing that stood out most difficult to you? Uh, dealing with failure. Uh, I, I, I thought uh, it was a black and white issue. You were either successful or you were a failure. I didn't understand that that failing at something was just an opportunity to do it better the next time. And so that's where I struggled. And when you go to a team that's drafting at the very top of the first round of the NFL draft, you're going to go to a team that's going to deal with some failure. And so you have to be able and capable of doing that. I don't know, like, you know, Peyton Manning in his rookie year led the league in interceptions. That team went 3-13. and 13. Uh, You know, that, that type of thing would have been incredibly difficult for me to overcome, mm-hmm. right? Just the idea of what that meant, of failing. You simply have to deal with it in a positive and healthy way, and that's extremely difficult and something that I was very, very unfamiliar with. You know, when it came to Mac Jones, he started this year right from day one, and that is generally more accepted in today's NFL. But when you were coming out, you started day one also, and we weren't used to that. We were used to you, you know, used to young quarterbacks sitting behind guys. Do you wish that you had had a veteran quarterback to sit behind for a year or two, or did you at the time like the idea of playing right away? Well, at the time, I, you know, I'm a competitor. I wanted to play. No one was going to start over me. I was the second overall pick. You could have said I was the I was the 1A, 1B pick in, in that scenario, so I was going to play. Whoever you brought in to compete, I was going to win that competition. Uh, what would have been helpful for me in looking at it you know, you know, at the age of 45, yeah, it would have been great if they would have brought Warren Moon in, who played for yeah. Kevin Gilbride in the Houston Oilers, let him be the veteran quarterback, and, and brought me along and taught me the ropes and how to do it. That would have been perfect, but you know, when you're in it, you're, you don't want anybody to take anything away from you. Your opportunities, your success, all of that. We just spent 20 years watching Tom Brady play. You and Brady are close to the same age. I believe the Washington State-Michigan Rose Bowl that you played and Brady was on that Michigan team, although Brian Greasy was the guy who was playing. And in some ways, Brady's pro career is the exact opposite of yours. As Brady retires, what emotions or words come to mind to you about him? Uh, just the best professional athlete I think I've ever I've ever witnessed the way the guy has worked right every offseason regardless of winning the championship seven times he's taken a a critical look at what he needs to do to get better and he's gone to work and I would have I would argue that this last season what you saw from him at 44 years old was the best version of Tom Brady at the quarterback position that we've seen during his entire career and that's the difference between him and everywhere else he is incredibly self-critical because he could have packed it in at any point and said hey i've just won seven championships i'm the best quarterback on the planet let's go on vacation a little bit more with the family and and not focus and work on what i need to work on he did not rest at all he worked his tail off and that's the difference in why he's the best quarterback and professional athletes who have ever played you know you've gotten very prominent in media over the last couple of years you've got a new podcast out recently called bust that chronicles your career and your downfall and your kind of rebirth why have you been so open about your career rather than just wanting to move on because i do i would imagine it would be hard to keep talking about but yet you keep doing it and doing it gracefully the only, only way I get to keep this success, this freedom, this peace is to give it away. And I didn't quite understand what that meant. My mentors told me about it. It's your ability to share. 
your story, your experiences, strength, and hope. And that allows you to keep this peaceful, unchaotic life. It's a way of being of service to others. It doesn't cost me anything to tell my story. It costs me nothing, and it gives me everything. So I think that's the best answer I can give you on why I do what I do now. Well, Ryan, I'll get you out of here on this. You are there in L.A. right now at the action, getting ready for the Super Bowl. When you think of Joe Burrow specifically, a guy number one pick in the draft, he's 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 the story around this Super Bowl. What are your impressions of Burrow and everything he's accomplished here in year two? It's just been so impressive. For somebody who who was in the exact same position he was two years ago uh, and, and wasn't successful at it, to watch him be successful in such a short amount of time, clearly shows what kind of character uh, and an ability that the young man has. And it's been fun to watch. It's been fun to experience as an analyst covering him. And I expect big things from him in the future. It's a very talented AFC in terms of the elite quarterback play. And so I expect to see a lot of great matchups over the next few years. Uh, the AFC is in comfortable hands as well as the NFL at the quarterback position. Well, Ryan Lee, former NFL quarterback, motiva- motivational speaker. You can check him out on the Believe Podcast Network. And, Ryan, hopefully I'm seeing you in person next year because hopefully the Patriots will have cracked that AFC and maybe they can get back next season as well. But uh, until then, we will talk to you again down the road, Ryan. Thanks so much for the time. You bet. You have a wonderful week. Enjoy the Super Bowl.